Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the show. Are you a really nice person that loves to help other people? Do you know someone who is always there to lend a hand, giving an encouraging word, but you watch as their personal life is in shambles, or perhaps yours is? Having a servant heart is exactly what Jesus calls us to have, but he doesn't want us to do it at the expense of our own life, our own mental health, and our own families. He doesn't want us feeling good because we see others happy and helped from us, but then we are exhausted and worn out from the help that we are giving others. Come and hear some fresh revelations about how we can be nice people and have healthy boundaries. Last week's episode was titled Avoiding Emotions and Offloading Hurt Strategies Commonly Used. I shared the six common offloading hurt strategies that I got from Brene Brown's book, Rising Strong. And I also share what we can do instead. We often don't feel our emotions, we offload them. And this is causing so many problems in our personal lives and our relationships and our spirituality. On Thursday, the episode was with Gina Schmidt-Deal, where she shares her personal story of how God redeemed her choosing to get an abortion. She shares the negative impact that this has had on her mental health and her physical health and how the actual date that she had the abortion was literally redeemed by the birth of one of her other children and the mother of the girl that she adopted. I know that abortion has gotten to be a politicized topic, but it's one that God the God of the universe who created each one of us doesn't see it that way. He doesn't see it as political. Each one of our lives is valuable. No matter the stage of life that we're in, how successful we are or not, he just loves us. Whether we're a baby in the womb or we're 78 years old, go back and check this powerful episode out. Thank you so much to those of you who have left a review for this podcast. If you haven't and you love listening, please scroll down and click on Write a Review. You help spread the word for Jesus and mental health. I also recently published the book called The Brave Encourager, How to Change the World with the Power of Encouragement. You can get it on Amazon, paperback, or Kindle version. I'm really excited that now, as of the recording of this podcast. I'm up to 40 Amazon reviews for the book. This is tremendously helpful to get the word out and especially for a new author for myself. So please make sure to get your copy, share it with other people, and then also sign up for my email list to be informed with updated things on my ministry. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now into this podcast. I pray that you will be with the listeners wherever they are at right now, whatever they came from, I pray that they can let everything down and just put it at the foot of the cross and give you their worries, give you their stresses, and remind them that you never leave us. Give the listeners permission to just be at peace, even when things in the world are not. 
We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Give them the strength to be courageous and bold, no matter who they are around and what they are dealing with. Joshua 1.9 says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So right now, I just bind up the spirit of division, spirit of heaviness, the spirit of fear, the spirit of anxiety. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare to all of my listeners, you are property of Jesus Christ. And the peace of God is being ushered in by your ministering angels. Our brain doesn't understand how you work, God, but we trust you. Bring peace to the listeners right now. Open up their hearts to hear this podcast episode and break any lies and unhealthy choices that they have about helping others and having healthy boundaries. I pray I say exactly what they need to hear and that your spirit brings them the breakthrough that they need. God is with each one of you. He never leaves us. We thank you, Lord, for your love, for your overflowing love, and for dying on the cross for our sins. We thank you for your comfort. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. For some of you, this episode might be a little tough. I pray that God's gentleness will guide you as you listen. I think some of you still don't truly have a revelation of how good God is. So when there are opportunities for growth, it feels painful. But the truth is that the Holy Spirit is our teacher so that we can become more and more like Jesus. One of my favorite Bible verses is 1 John 2.27. And it reads, But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Following from that, it says, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. So there's an anointing from the Holy Spirit that's abiding in each one of us as children, And so we are being taught from within because the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So when I talk about some of the things I'm talking about, and if it feels tough for you, know that the Holy Spirit is there to help teach you so that you can get the revelation that you need. If I said some of you don't understand how good God is, and if you got offended at that, give that to the Lord and ask him about that. Say, God, I do actually think I'm offended at that because I think you're good. And here's what I would tell you. I think you believe in your head that God is good. You know that God is good in your head, but it hasn't transpired into your body and your soul. And you're walking out choices that God isn't good. I hope this makes sense to you. But if I do therapy with you, I take more time to dive into that. But right now, my prayer is that it can just awaken something in you for you to take some time, journal with the Lord, be honest with him and say, okay, yeah, I actually don't think you're good all the time. I'm mad about this. I think you caused this. And what happens is when you do this is it opens up revelation for the Lord's goodness to come into you by being honest with him. And so what we struggle with with boundaries is that we can get our worth from other people. 
So instead of getting our worth from the Lord, because there's a brokenness in how we actually see God, we don't see him as ultimately good in certain areas. Okay, remember I'm talking about in your head, you know that he's good, but we need to have this transferred into our soul. So there's an experiential learning, not just head knowledge. So we are sinful, broken people, and we need a savior. For some of you, you don't need me to tell you that because you know this. And honestly, I feel like you beat yourself up a lot, way too much. And so I hope that I can break some of this up for you because the Lord doesn't want you to beat yourself up. See, there's a difference with the Holy Spirit teaching you versus the enemy beating yourself up. The Holy Spirit is gentle. He does not condemn us. He is kind with how he teaches us and takes away the dead branches and the things that are in us that are not of him. He's kind and he's gentle. Satan, our enemy, is the one who will come in and he will make you beat yourself up. He will get you to think that it's God somehow and he twists you to say negative things about yourself. So I'm talking to those of you who bend over backwards to help other people, but you neglect to help yourself. And you even don't even believe the value of needing to help yourself. And again, my belief is this this comes from some root issues with how you're actually seeing the Father. So as I'm talking in this episode, just allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you lies that you're believing and take time to bring those to the Lord. I know sometimes in podcasts, I'll say, I break the lie in the name of Jesus, and then I declare the truth. That's a very powerful technique, and I recommend doing that as well. However, there is a lot of power in processing through things that are stuck in our head, so it can move into the experiential knowledge of that powerful truth where we really truly believe it in our whole body, soul, and spirit, not just the head knowledge. So you amazing, beautiful helpers, you kind-hearted ones who always say yes to lend a helping hand. I'm so grateful for you. You have a beautiful gift of mercy, but I'm also talking to you who love to help other people and you struggle with boundaries and you are exhausted at the end of the day. And you might be struggling in your marriage and your kids or your grandkids might be having a hard time as well. I really don't want you to avoid this. I don't want you to think, oh, I'm just going to shove that under the rug. That's a lot of times what we do. We just think, oh, it feels good to help other people, but it's too hard to work on my marriage. It's too hard to work on my kids. It's too difficult to deal with. See, if we continue to do this and help everyone and not ourselves, we actually aren't helping We can have all the heart in the world, but our personal, mental, and physical health needs to be attended to. Then our spouse and our family, then our extended family and friends. In my book, The Brave Encourager, I have a chapter on who to encourage. And I write about, as a marriage and family therapist and volunteering in various ministries, the struggle that I see that people have with boundaries and being assertive. I feel like those two skills go hand in hand. We struggle with boundaries because we don't have assertiveness skills. We're passive and then we're aggressive. We struggle to be assertive because we don't have healthy boundaries. One of the reasons is that we want to please people. We want to be liked. But Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. I think what happens with some people is that their heart for helping 
can cloud them from seeing the wisdom that the Lord has in the moment. For example, you might have a family member or a friend who is struggling. They're having a hard time emotionally and they're, they're needing daily phone conversations to get through this time. This is what we do for each other in the body, right? In the body of Christ, we have fellowship, prayer, we support each other. However, I want to know where's the boundaries with this help? Where does it end? Do you continue to keep answering the phone calls day after day after day, even though your kids need you and your spouse needs you? What if you do have healthy boundaries and your family member then gets angry with you? How do you respond with that? Do you keep bending over backwards and then allow that manipulation to bend you? Or do you stick your ground and say, no, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. My family really needs me. Or how about we talk at 2 p.m. today? That's when my son will be napping, for example. Psychologist Jordan Peterson is quoted saying, if you don't stand your ground, then all that happens is people will push you backwards. And that's truly what will happen when we have no boundaries or we have unhealthy boundaries. Here's the deal about boundaries. If you keep healthy boundaries, the right people will respect you for it. And most importantly, you'll love yourself more. In the book, Daring Greatly, written by Brene Brown, she talks about boundaries and she says that if you respect my boundaries and what you're not clear about and what's okay and not okay, then you would ask. You're willing to also say no. So what happens when we respect other people's boundaries is that trust increases. In the third episode of my podcast, Strong Tower Mental Health, I did an episode on trust. So if you want to dive deeper into trust, go back and listen to it. One of the attributes of trust is keeping boundaries. So when people respect your boundaries, you respect them. We increase trust. And this is ultimately why we can get shaky with having healthy boundaries and being assertive is that we've had our trust broken because people haven't had healthy boundaries. So we have this like awkward, uncomfortable thing where we actually want to control other people. And I know we don't want to admit that, but that's really what we really want. I mean, honestly, can't you admit that it'd be nice if you can just tell your spouse what to do or tell your kids what to do and they do it? It decreases our anxiety when we know what's going to happen with the people around us. However, it's not how life is. We can't control other people. We can only control ourselves. So when we bend our values and our boundaries for other people, We are only actually trying to feel good in the moment. And what happens is it disrespects ourself. We end up getting more tired, more exhausted, and resentful. There's an old Russian proverb that says, if you chase two rabbits, you will lose them both. So you think you're being so helpful and that you are helping so many people, but you're spread too thin. It might feel okay because on the outside, it looks like you are helping. But on the inside, you're empty and you're exhausted, which means you really aren't helping. See, true help is when we are connected to the vine. We are connected to our Father. We are connected to God. There's intimacy with the Lord. We're in that place where Psalms 91 talks about, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So we're in that place then we start to interact with other people. And so it flows out of us. We're full of the Lord. And so when we interact with other people, his wisdom comes out, 
his revelations come out, his love comes out, his peace comes out, and we're able to know what to do. We're able to say yes when we need yes. We're able to say no when we need no because we're spending that intimate time with the Lord. If we are tired and we're exhausted and we're helping all these people, but in the inside not spending that intimate time with the Lord. So if there's a lie inside of you that believes that you're only worthy if you help other people, I pray that God is revealing that to you, that your worth isn't from hustling. Your worth isn't from having people say thank you or giving a hand to somebody who needs it. That's not where your worth comes from. Your worth comes from Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins and you are now a daughter or a son. I heard a sermon where a pastor shared that he was on his way to dinner with his family on a Friday night when he got a crisis call from the church. He canceled his dinner plans with his family to go be with this crisis family. Now, this can go either way. Some of you might think, well, what the heck? He needs to help this family in crisis. But my answer to this is ask the Holy Spirit. Just like what I said there, if you're spending time with the Lord, you're in that place in Psalms 91, out of that will flow revelation, will flow wisdom. The Holy Spirit from 1 John 2.27 will teach you and give you the answers. Here's some more questions that you can ask when you are pressed with the boundary issue that takes you away from your family or your loved ones. Does this happen often? Do you cancel with your family often or does this particular person, family, friend call you often? How is the health of your family? Meaning, is your family not in a peaceful place and really do you need this time together right now? Then I'd say no to help this family in crisis. How is your mental health? Is there someone else that could help this family in crisis? Does it have to be you? Maybe you can set up a schedule where there, let's say if you're a pastor, let's say there's certain pastors that have certain days. And if you're at a small church and you're the only pastor, consider getting someone else to help you out. Maybe somebody else in the church. Again, it's not worth for your family to suffer for the sake of that church family. The church family also needs to see a healthy pastor lead a healthy life where they put their spouse first and they go on dates. And now, if you're not a pastor of a church or you're not connected to a church in this way, replace this with wherever you are at. So if you are a leader at a business, or if you work at a business, or if you are a grandmother or mother or grandparent of a child or family, you have a leadership role. So take what I was talking about and fill in the blank with your family, with your situation. So I want to share with you specific descriptions of what unhealthy boundaries are. And if you have any of these as I am talking, I want to thank the Lord. Remember, we're getting better at this for highlighting these dead branches. John 15, 6 says, if anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are gathered up, thrown into the fire and are burned. And so I pray right now that the Lord is going to break these off of you as I say them out loud. So if we have rigid boundaries... What we do is we avoid intimacy and close relationships. Again, this goes back to trust, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast. The next thing is that you're unlikely to ask for help. Is this you? Okay, you have a few close friends. You're very protective of personal information. You may be detached, even with romantic partners. You keep others at a distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. And then the other side of unhealthy boundaries is the lack of boundaries, where you overshare personal information, okay, this is also the unhealthy form of boundaries, you have a hard time saying no to the request of others, 
you're over-involved with other people's problems, you're dependent on the opinions of others instead of God, you're accepting of abuse and disrespect because you believe that you are helping, you fear rejection if others do not comply with you saying no. So I pray for God's grace to bring you healthy boundaries. And so now I'm going to share how do we have healthy boundaries? What are the characteristics of having healthy boundaries? So the first one is that you value your own opinions. And so you see that your opinions are valuable and your opinions are important. Next is that you have a healthy fear of the Lord. Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So when we have the fear of the Lord, the Holy Spirit will guide us with that wisdom because he's first instead of man. All right, the next one is that you don't compromise values for others. You do not over or under share personal information. So you will share appropriately. The next one is that you know your personal wants and needs and you can communicate them. A couple podcasts ago, I actually talked about this and the importance of us speaking up and saying, I need attention. I need affection. Like that's okay to say that. We need to be able to recognize that you have a need. Um, the last one is that you accept when others say no to them. You don't argue, fight, or have a temper tantrum. Okay? So you are worthy even if others do not accept your boundary. Sometimes we might have a healthy boundary and others don't like it. You need to see that you're worthy no matter what. Others do not define your worth. The Lord Jesus Christ defines your worth. So we need to learn how to walk and speak out with these healthy boundaries, knowing who we are and our worth. Next week, I'm going to talk more into how we can actually communicate with other people when we are in these situations, when they don't accept our healthy boundaries, and how to use the skill of assertiveness instead of being passive and aggressive and how we can step forward and communicate and be clear instead of being passive and then hope people kind of guess what we are saying or what we're thinking. And then we get angry and frustrated, which is, which is aggressive. So I pray that you will start to notice unhealthy boundaries and that they will be broken immediately in the name of Jesus. I pray for the grace for all unhealthy boundaries to be shifted from your life and an increase of healthy relationships. I pray for your loved ones to respect your boundaries and for you to say no or yes to things that you desire. You're not breaking or decreasing and compromising your values. I pray that you will see where you haven't respected others' boundaries as well. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the increased confidence for us to be the person that you created us to be. I thank you that we don't need to bend over backwards for others to love us, that we will allow others in. We will be intimate with you, Lord, so that we can allow others in, that we will follow you, God, and we will be obedient to you, and that the right people will come alongside us and love us and support us. I pray for healthy boundaries when we are discipling and when we are helping others, that we put our mental health first, we put our families first, we put our spouses first before helping other people. Send the people that need our giftings and they will respect our boundaries and that 
we can be a model for other people in our life that pay attention to our self-care, to our mental health, to our date nights, to our families, to our children, and that they can honor and admire how it can be done for them. I pray for an increase of intimacy with you, God, and that from this place of intimacy, we will be able to make good choices with our relationships and have healthy boundaries because we're in that place of knowing who we are and whose we are. I pray, Lord Jesus, for the peace that surpasses all understanding to be with the listeners for their whole week. I pray for your love to just pour down and drench on them and just stay with them. And I pray for your presence to be with them all week at home, at work, with all of their relationships, Lord, as they are stepping forward and having healthy boundaries the way that you did. And we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.